guys, welcome to All, All in, in Good, Good Faith. Faith. I'm your host, Faith Shiro. And I'm Peyton Bowie. Soon to be the, the Bowie's. Like I said, I'm Peyton Bowie. I uh, was born and raised here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. I'm currently an intern at my home church, Mars Hill Baptist Church. And uh, I have my bachelor's degree in theology. I'm Faith, and I'm uh, currently a junior at Martin Luther's College here in Pulaski, Tennessee. Uh, and I've been walking with Jesus for the past uh, 14 years. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a good one. It's going to be good. Hoping to keep going. <laughs> Money fame. Uh, why are we doing this here podcast? This here podcast? Mm-hmm. It's to reach college-age kids, but also really just, I mean, anybody can listen to our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to have a... <laughs> to have a firm, uh, solid biblical foundation, um, and and to really you know dive into scripture and find out what does the Bible say, what does the God's word say about um, different subjects, different topics uh, that our gracious viewers have provided for us. So yeah, mm-hmm. great answer. Thank you. Um, my, yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> my heart kind of behind uh, wanting to do this with OQ especially is just to uh, encourage and unite these young believers and college students as they walk through life. Uh, I know we know it can definitely be uh, a tough road and hard in uh, a college setting or even a high school setting. Um, it's, a, it's a tough go, and so I want uh, them to know and all to know that uh, there are more of us, and we're walking, and we want to walk together. Uh, and for those who don't believe, you know, uh, we want you to believe. <laughs> and Absolutely. we want you to uh, encourage and share uh, just our lives and our experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our mission statement, as we uh, collectively stated, mm-hmm. uh, is to be a resource aligned with the truth of God's word for young adults as they walk through life. Mm-hmm. And our verse that we'd like to share with you is 2 Timothy 3.16. What does it say? Wait, I'll tell you what it says. It says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, uh, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And 17, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every good work. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into a little, more, a little bit more about what that means fairly soon. But what are we talking about uh, today, Bowie? Well, since we've covered our why are we doing this, um, we now want to talk about the gospel. So what is the gospel? Um, what is the gospel to us? What does it mean to us? Well, what does it mean? What does the gospel mean? So the good news. The good news. Mm-hmm. When we look at Genesis chapter one, uh, starting at verse one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, so out of God's great love for his son, Jesus, he created. Mm-hmm. And then later on, as, as time goes on, you know, we create man, and then man falls. You know, we can't live up to God's standard mm-hmm. of goodness and, and righteousness and holiness. We just, we're fallen man. Mm-hmm. We fall to our own fleshly desires. Um, and so down through the line, we see, you know, uh, God's people wanting king. Uh, give me a king to rule over us, and, and we'll, we'll be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Well, God gives them their king. Well, 
the kings then themselves become corrupt and and not helping at all. And so they're like, okay, well, give us give us the prophets, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's get some prophets in here. Like they're they're speaking directly, you know, you or the prophets end up not really helping the people. Um, the people just continue to turn to their own way, their own fleshly desires. So then they're like, okay, what about the judges? Here come the judges. They got this. They got this, right? They're going to bring the hammer down. And the judges say, well, just do what's right in your own eyes. Well, obviously that doesn't work. I mean, if I think murdering you is right in my own eyes, that doesn't really work out, you know? So so the judges weren't weren't really helping. And and, uh, then we look at the priest. And yeah, we got priests now that are, you know, we're coming and bringing sacrifices to the priest and, and he's sacrificing for us for the forgiveness of our sins to help us, you know, be redeemed and, and be brought back into right standing with God. But, mm-hmm. but then the priests, they don't, they don't really do a great job at sacrificing and mm-hmm. the sacrifices are never enough, you know, the, never enough. They just continue to sacrifice day in and day out, and they're just never enough to satisfy the wrath of God for our sin. Because, I mean, as we read in Romans, our sin, the penalty for that is death. Mm-hmm. And that's what we deserve is God's wrath and death. And, but in the same verse, at the end of that verse, it also says the free gift of God is eternal life. And that's where Jesus steps in. Mm-hmm. Out of God's great love for Jesus, he creates. And out of Jesus' great love for the Father, he then steps into creation, being born of a virgin. Um, and all these people, you know, the, these religious leaders that had read the scripture following up that was prophesying of Jesus' coming, thought, okay, this guy's going to be awesome. He's going to be like our best leader yet. Woo! Best one to come, right? And they think, okay, he's going to be this huge political leader. And he steps on the scene as a babe and wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger. Like, yeah, born in a cattle stall. Like, not even this huge, great feast and party for this king that's coming. No, it's it's the most humble things that could have ever taken place. Um, But he's born of a virgin. He begins growing and teaching in the temple and, and learning and all these things, right? And then at the age of 30, he starts his ministry and he goes and he finds some other guys to come alongside him in his ministry and he teaches them about God's word because, I mean, he himself is God in the flesh. And so he's teaching them all these things and what the scripture actually means and what it's saying and all these things. And he's healing people. Mm -hmm. He's going around touching people's blind eyes and making them see. He's going around helping people who are lame and paralyzed to walk, um, you know, and, and the religious leaders, they hated this because their whole premise for being there was self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. What can I do to be in a right standing with God? Right. And it has nothing to do with us. Well, like this life is not about us. The gospel is not really even about us. Mm-hmm. It's all about Jesus and what he's done for us. And so Jesus being persecuted by the religious leaders, mm-hmm. gets hung on a cross after being beaten, whipped, just absolutely the 
tar beat out of him. I mean, he was, mm-hmm. it was brutal. And so he gets hung on a cross, gets nailed to it through his hands and his feet. And as the perfect sacrifice, the spotless lamb, he's sacrificed. He gives his life willingly as a sacrifice for our sin, for our past sins, for our present sins, and for our future sins. Mm-hmm. And he even told him before he was crucified, he said, in three days I'll rise. Mm-hmm. Like this temple will be rebuilt in three days. From the dead? From the dead. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> kind That's of God dead. right there. Like dead, dead. Dead, dead. And so he's crucified, he's buried. And three days later, he rises again. And for a period of 40 days, he appears to his disciples and other people and uh, gives them this great commission of, hey, I just defeated death. I just defeated hell. I just defeated the grave. Like, I have overcome the world. Now go and tell other people. Mm. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. And go and teach them, you know, all that I've commanded you. And so... The gospel, you know, God's great out of God's great love for the Son, He creates. Mm-hmm. Out of the Son's great love for the Father, He then steps into creation and sacrifices for it to save it. And then out of the Holy Spirit's great love for the Father and the Son, He then abides in creation. Jesus told, was telling His disciples, like, whenever I go back to my Father, I'm going to send the Helper to come help you and to be with you throughout the rest of your days, right, to uh, to lead and guide you in the paths of righteousness. And so out of the Holy Spirit's great love for the Father and the Son, he steps down into creation as well and abides inside of us as believers um, and leads and guides us each and every day to be more and more like his Son, to be more and more conformed to Jesus's uh, statute of righteousness and holiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just for you know, around there, what does accepting this uh, this Jesus and this salvation, this Holy Spirit, look like? So you know, a lot of uh, different cultures and even different religions will tell you that you have to work hard enough to be able to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to do good things, be a good person, do all these good things, pay for somebody's meal at McDonald's, right, or, mm-hmm. or walk with an old lady across the street, or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all good things, yeah, and these are great things to do, but none of these good things will, will get us into heaven, because just like in the Old Testament, in the sacrificial days, they, they sacrificed and gave these great feasts and altars, you know, to the Lord, and, and they did all these good things, but none of it was enough, and so the Bible does tell us, and John chapter 10, uh, verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that he, you know, that he died for your sin, you will be saved. Mm-hmm. And so, and we even read, you know, in Romans chapter um, 6, verse 23, that this gift of God is eternal life and eternal life with him in heaven. Um, you know, for those of us that, decide not to believe if you die you obviously go to eternal death in hell um, but for those of us that believe we get to have eternal life with 
our creator, the, the God of heaven and earth, you know, the one that, that created and also sacrificed and also abides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'll just add one verse that really like just encompasses, encompasses all of it. It's just John, John 3, 16. You know, mm-hmm. you probably know it, but it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Uh, he did this because he loved us uh, so that we can be saved. And so I know you've mentioned uh, sin, our sinfulness, and like this is what obviously separates us from God and our whole reason why we need this saving grace. So what is what is sin? What does that look like? Sin is anything that separates us from God. And by sin, you know, especially in the Old Testament, we look at, you know, the Ten Commandments. Well, don't don't murder, don't steal, don't don't covet what your neighbor has, you know, honor your father and mother. Um, don't use the Lord's name in vain, all these things, right? And, and hey, some of us, like we see in the rich young ruler, you know, some of us can live by these rules. The, the rich young ruler even said, hey, I have followed all these rules since my youth. But Jesus then takes it a step further, you know, and, and then the New Testament, Jesus steps on the scene and he says, even if you've looked at somebody with, you know, hatred in your heart, mm. that's just like murdering them. Even if you've looked at a woman with lustful intent, like that's just like adultery. Even if you've thought it, like that that goes as far as, you know, our whole thoughts and our whole mindset of, you know, our intentions and our actions of our heart. Mm -hmm. It's a a heart transformation that we have to have. Our, Our old hearts, they desire all these worldly things, you know, they desire... If someone does you wrong, like we're gonna get revenge. Mm. We gotta get even, right? Uh, if if you see a pretty little woman walking down the street, like, ooh, mm. that looks nice, right? But that's our sinful nature and our old hearts. When we accept Jesus, He takes out the old and puts in the new, and now we have a new heart that we desire righteousness, we desire holiness, we desire being more and more like. Jesus each and every day. Mm. That's what we strive for. So you're saying that because of God's great love, when we when we lie, when we cheat, when we steal, we're able to recognize that and look at this Savior, this perfect Son of God, and accept that He died for us. Mm. You know, we can then live and be transformed and renewed by God Himself. It's crazy, right? That's pretty. That's pretty cool. That's some great stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Well, then, so, as a believer, how would you then relate that and share that to, to someone else without maybe using so much uh, churchy terms, you know? Uh, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, we said sin, we didn't go into what is sin, you know, salvation, things like that. I would say if you wanted to uh, talk to somebody who's never been to church, doesn't really understand what church is, or, or even, you know, what these words are of sin and salvation, why do I need to even saved you know mm-hmm. um i would start out by saying have you ever gotten in trouble by your parents or mm-hmm. doing something you weren't supposed to oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. right um and growing up nobody taught you how to lie mm-hmm. nobody taught you how to steal nobody taught you how to disrespect your parents nobody taught you how to do these things they were just our natural habits mm-hmm. and when you look at our lives you know, our natural fleshly desires are these bad things. Mm-hmm. 
and that's not good. You know, we definitely don't need that in our lives and, and in our hearts. He, he accepts us as we are, but he loves us enough that he doesn't want to keep us where we are. Mm-hmm. He wants us to go further. He wants us to be better. He wants us to do more. He wants us to be more perfect as much as we can to be like him, uh, conformed to be like him. Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason why we need salvation. Because, you know, this, this sin, these bad things that we do, that we desire in our life, um, they don't get us eternity in heaven. And that's really the prize. You know, eternity in heaven with our Creator, that's the prize. And if you're not spending eternity in heaven, if you just believe, oh, well, when I die, I just go to sleep, and, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. that's awful. Uh, you know, yeah. I just get this one short period of 60, 70 years, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, what is this even for? There's no purpose behind life if God is not um, the center of it. I heard a pastor say one time um, that he heard a quote that said, you know, if if Christ and God is not true, Christianity is completely false then I've wasted a few years of my life doing good things to other people and trying to live a good life. Mm -hmm. However, if Christianity and God is true, and I just live however I want to, and I don't believe it and I don't follow it, then I've wasted an eternity. Mm -hmm. So, like, if if it's not true at all, it's of no importance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But if it is, it's of infinite importance in our lives. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. And I would just like to speak on a little bit of a, you know, as a believer, once you believe and you're bold and you go out and you're sharing your story of what Jesus has done for you, man, and, and someone shoots you down, they're just like, nah, man, I don't want to hear that. Uh, I would just like to encourage you that the Lord says, Jesus says that, you know, the world the world hated me first. That we killed the only perfect man that ever walked the face of the earth. Um, so I like to encourage you that ultimately, uh, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting him. Uh, they're living within their own sinful di- desires. And, you know, what we are called, we're called to love and to continue to share. Uh, and so we can have peace and hope and encouragement in that we are saved uh, by Christ alone. And he gives us courage and his strength is made perfect in our weakness uh, as long as we are uh, available uh, he can use us absolutely mm-hmm. and Galatians chapter 1 verse 10 you know just exactly what you were talking about about how you know some people are going to reject Christ mm-hmm. and, they, and we can share as much as we can and, and do all these things and try to you know make them understand hey this is a huge need for your life but not everybody's going to accept it. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus even tells us that. But Galatians chapter 1, verse 10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of mm-hmm. God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Our, our entire um, goal is to glorify and honor God. And mm-hmm. everything that we do as believers. And so, 
and sharing the gospel with other people, even though they don't accept it right then and there, you know, it's still glorifying and honoring God planting that seed in somebody's life that hopefully somebody else will come by and water. Mm-hmm. But like I personally, I've been on a couple of mission trips where people will look me dead in the eye and they'll say, I know I'm going to hell and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh, that's tough to take. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's tough to really hear and understand. Like you're okay with going to hell. Like, Obviously, you don't know what hell is. Yeah. You know, obviously, you don't understand what that, means. what that means and how awful hell is. And so, you know, some people are going to tell you that. Some people are going to reject Jesus when you try to, uh, you know, share the good news that he died, he resurrected for our sin. Mm-hmm. That was his whole purpose, being the perfect and spotless sacrifice. And so it is discouraging sometimes when you get rejected, uh, you know, after trying to share your heart with people. I know as soon as I was saved for the first time, I was ready to charge hell with a water pistol. You know, I was ready to, you know, go out and share Jesus with everybody. And, and there's a lot of people that would just look at you and go, I don't want to hear about that. That's no, like what? Why do I need that? Mm -hmm. You know? And so it is discouraging at times, but you can be encouraged by other believers in church, but also by the word of God that hey, not everybody is going to accept that. And, and if I'm searching for God's approval and not human's approval, then, you know, uh, that's when you're a servant of Christ. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm searching for man's approval, I'm not going to be Christ's servant and Christ's follower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point right there. Mm-hmm. Well, one more question. Well, most important. Uh, Ready? Pancakes or waffles? I'm going to personally have to go with pancakes. Oh, 100% agree. They are just so good, especially if you put a little peanut butter on them. Mm. Like some banana. Chocolate chips. Ooh. Mm. Blueberry. Mm. Chef's kiss. That's some good. Beautiful. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, I do have one question for our viewers mm. if you would leave a comment um with or message us on facebook instagram twitter all of our social media platforms links in the description in the description box yeah uh leave a comment with your answers but if you could be any shape how many signs would you have valid question and why absolutely i personally would have three sides mm. Yeah, I you think know, I'd go with strong five. Shape. Five? Pentagon man. Sounds cool. Right. Mm-hmm. It's got a cool name. Oh, yeah. Well, Ains, we just hope this encouraged you. Uh, and if you don't believe, we, we want you to come to know the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Uh, because he is good. Uh, and he is love. And we would love to just keep having this conversation. Uh, message us if you want to go deeper uh, we're going to keep talking to you and we hope you're going to keep uh, listening with us thank you want to pray us out absolutely let's pray god thank you so much for who you are thank you for sending your son as a perfect sacrifice to die on the cross for our sin for the things that we do that's that's not good and the things that separate us from you 
and eternity with you, God. I, I pray that the people that are listening to this would not only be encouraged by the gospel and the good news, but also for the for the unbeliever that that they would open their heart to and open their mind and open their ears to really understand who you are and, and what you're trying to um, what you're trying to tell them that that you love them so much that you um, desire a relationship with them and that you want to spend an eternity with them and that you know if they desire that relationship with you that they would take the next step uh, in trying to follow you and and God just I thank you for everything you do for us God just for being you because you are so awesome and so wonderful and it's in Jesus name I pray amen amen well, we'll see you next time on all, all in, in good, good faith, faith.